Uh, but I then followed a piece of career advice that I was given very early on, which was not to take a job for what the job gave you, but to take the job for what it enabled you to do next. Something about that piece of advice that she received must have been pretty good, because Margaret Rice-Jones is now the chairman of Skyscanner. She had a chat with us from the Hot Topics London 2015 event, and we discussed VC funding, the role of the chairman, and things to consider when making the jump over to the US. Why do you think it's so important to have the right VC behind you? I think getting the right backing behind you is absolutely critical for any company. And it's it's about more than just money as well. Because in terms of a VC, you're going to have people sat around the table with you for a a long journey. can be anything up to eight to ten years. And during that time, your business is going to change. It's going to go through some ups and downs. And you need to make sure that you've got people around the table with you who are, you know, are going to have your back and you can have theirs at the times when things aren't going so well. It's very easy to sit around the table and have a, a conversation when everyone's beating budget and everything's great and you're entering new markets and you're thrashing the competition. It's very different when things aren't going quite so well. And those are actually the times when the success of a business is really made or lost. So finding the right VC uh, to travel that journey with, both at a, a professional level who can make introductions for you, but also at a personal level who you can trust and work with, I think is absolutely critical. Someone is there with you through thick and thin? Absolutely. Someone will be there with you through thick and thin. There's all sorts of, you know, intangible benefits. Um, Things like getting the right VC behind you can really help you to hire people because people think, well, if, uh, you know, if if VC X has invested, then they must be a great company and therefore, you know, I feel I'm taking less of a risk in joining them. Um, They they may know and be able to make uh, introductions for you that will help at a commercial level. Um, so there are a number of intangible benefits as well, but I think uh, the people thing is the critical one for me. Yeah, well, I, I remember I was, I was speaking to quite a few people, uh, VC, various VCs, and they were saying that uh, you know the whole VC industry is a, a people business. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so obviously there's a huge plethora of options available for entrepreneurs in terms of funding. I mean, we just saw that in the keynote you gave. You know, how can you ensure that you're sort of heading down the right path as an entrepreneur? Um, That's a tricky one because I do think when you start thinking about your options, there are often a few dead ends that you come to as well. Um, Because as your business grows, you go through various stages and you need different things. And if you don't stand back and think very clearly about what is it that I'm looking for for the next one to two years stage of what my business is going through and then go out and find that, and be very clear about what you want and what the uh, the partner or funder that you're talking to can give you. And the fact that there's a good match between those two things, you will end up hitting dead ends because you'll have gone down the wrong path. So real clarity about what your business is going to need, I think, is the starting point for those things. And then there won't be any one simple answer. For different businesses at different stages, the answer will be different. And that's why there's a plethora of funding available. Um, and yeah, it's one of the, the, the joys of being able to start up and grow a business, I think. So you think it's a, it's a matter of kind of taking a step back and looking more long-term? 
And well, it's not necessarily long term. Um, although I do think you know you have to have a view to to the long term. But being very clear about what you want for the next one to two years. Um, if you're a startup and your business is growing, your business is going to be so different in two years' time. Um, that whilst I think you have a broad view of, of where you're going in the long term, you, you need to be much more specific about, you know, okay, in the next uh, 12 to 24 months, you know, I want to crack America as a market maybe. Well, then you want to look for people who can help and assist you in that, who understand the market, understand how long it takes to be successful in that market, for example. Okay. So you were brought in as uh, the, the chairman of Skyscanner in 2013. What does the role of a chairman entail? The role of a chairman can vary a bit from business to business. Mm. Um, and there are really two types of chairman. Executive chairman, where you spend a, a significant amount of time with the business and the team uh, and you know, very much part of the team. And non-executive chairman, which I am at Skyscanner, where you're there as an independent advisor to help the management team and also help the board to function. So you're there to provide you know, governance and structure, but most importantly, you're there to try and provide advice and coaching based on your own experience to help the business uh, to have a greater chance of being successful in achieving its goals. Okay, cool. Um, and in terms of making the jump over to America, uh, what kind of what kind of challenges do you think there are for, for a European-based business? Yeah, for a European-based business, I think the States looks really, really attractive. And they make the mistake of thinking that it's one simple market just because everyone speaks the same language, don't they? And, and it's one country. And, and first of all, it's a vast country. So even deciding where to put your office and thinking about the travel times to where your customers are going to be is, is an immense challenge. And then secondly, as you move state by state, state taxes are different, um, state laws are different. So if you've got a consumer business, then actually there is quite a lot of complexity to be uh, handled in dealing with people in what you might perceive to be one country, but actually logistically and operationally you know, feels like serving a much more complex uh, set of markets. As well as that, I suppose state law is different everywhere you go as well. So exactly, that that's right. State law, state taxes mm-hmm. are different. And all of that has to be carefully recorded and, and reported on. And the degree of scrutiny that exists um, from, the, uh, from all of the agencies in the US is such that you, you, know, you have to be absolutely clear uh, on all your rec- record keeping. Is that significantly more so than Europe or the UK? No, but you know, it's uh, you need to be ready to deal with that degree of complexity before you go into the US. Okay, cool. Well, thank you very much. You've been listening to the Hot Topics podcast. For more content, including live events and videos, visit hottopics.ht.